Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. And right alongside us, Ian Rebellion at OAM, oh, the, wow. uh, the founder and chief executive officer of the Central Coast Academy of Sport. Moose, good morning, mate. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Thanks, Butte. It's great to be here. I mean, I was actually, when I was walking down to the surf club, I thought, oh, crikey, life on the coast doesn't get much better than this. <laughs> yeah. People everywhere, people active, the cafes are full. It's just a phenomenal setting for... Uh, for the show. And we're coming out of COVID, Moose. We are coming out of COVID. We're all but there, which is a bloody good thing, I've got to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you, when I was driving here on Tumby Road, I, there's a house that's got a flag flying high, and just for a few moments, you reflect on what this country means to us, and particularly, like you just said, that we're coming out of this lockdown, and mm. we're returning to normality. Not before time, and uh, having worked in sports, Steve, it's just so pleasing to come out of lockdown to be able to provide opportunities for young boys and girls up here on the coast and it, it's great that community sport is back like you know it's been so tough for kids p- parents no, no gyms all that mental health stuff that we talk about keeping active is so important and you know you can see it here today how uh, valuable it is for each and every one of these people that are out here you know what else is back awards nights are back um, we've got the uh, central coast academy of sport awards night Emily Burgess-Moore from the Academy joins us online right now, and you must be incredibly proud of the work that she's done. Emily, this is your baby. Tell us about next Wednesday night and what will unfold. Yeah, absolutely. We're so excited to have everyone back in a room together so we can celebrate the um, achievements of all these great local athletes. So two new life members will be made. Can you tell us more about that? I think at the moment there's six, including... The man alongside me, Ian Rebellia, but uh, tell us more about who's the life member and and, uh, that will be one of the most exciting parts of the night. Yeah, absolutely. The life members are such a crucial part of our awards night now and a time for us to recognise people that have given so much to our organisation. This year they actually take on a little bit of a new look in the fact that it comes from a different part of our organisation. So far there's been um, board members and volunteers and this year there's going to be a mix of um, people from our coaching range and some managers. So we're really, really looking forward to inducting those guys this week. Ian, can you tell us more? You're one of the life members, but uh, I know uh, MBN TV legend Mike Rabit is a life member. Our great mate Mark Holton, uh, who was also part of the Danica Clark Foundation, but who else? Well, Steve McWhirter was a founding director who... Uh, his experience in information technology uh, was unsurpassed and he actually set up our, our IT platform and still remains uh, very active in that. Carolyn Kay is another life member. Uh, Carolyn, or CK as she is known, she works in the commercial area and has just provided us great uh, tutorage along the way. And, um, you know, we've got six life members, but the two that are coming in will very much complement uh, the, the volunteer work that the others have done and it's a very, very part of, special part of the night. Emily, I just want to touch on um, the event itself and how hard it must have been coming out of lockdown, the uncertainty about whether you could, how many people you could have at this event. Um, it must have been a pretty big undertaking from your part. It's definitely been um, 
exciting to be able to know that we can go ahead. We had this date kicked from the start of the year and we just held on to it in the hope that we might be able to get the event off the ground. And just because of the great work um, of everyone at Ningara, um, they've been able to work with us and we've pulled together um, an event space and a great amount of numbers that we're allowed to have on the present with us in the evening. Emily, we caught up yesterday for MBN TV and you used the word resilience to describe some of the athletes in the academy in 2021. Can you elaborate on that for us? Resilience has been like a huge part of every program this year and the fact that we we were all up and running, back to face-to-face sessions, planning camps and tours, and then all of a sudden that just had to get shut down so quickly. So I think the fact that we were able to work with the athletes in a different space again this year, and they were so willing to adapt to um, seeing their coaches online, trying different ways of training from home in different spaces that they probably hadn't used before, just the fact that they've been so resilient has meant that they've been able to come back to training and back into competition so quickly after we came out of lockdown. Yeah, I think what Emily was saying too yesterday is that we might see the next generation of athletes come through with incredible mental toughness. Yeah, I have no doubt about that. Moose, a question for you. I think looks like the academy is expanding in terms of the sports with the possibility of beach volleyball coming in. We saw last week at Avoca Beach there was uh, a tournament there uh, which was well received, but... uh, an opportunity for beach volleyball to be a part of the academy program? Yeah, beach volleyball is certainly on our radar and applications are actually open. Mm. Uh, em, Emily, or, and g'day Em, uh, and time again have done a great job, <laughs> great job in getting that sport ready. But other sports that are on our radar through Oz Cycling is BMX, mountain, uh, mountain biking. So yep. there's three new sports hopefully that will come into our offerings in the not too distant future. Yeah, and uh, I tell you, the year 2000, beach volleyball, Natalie Cook, Kerry Pothars, who, who we saw on SAS. Uh, yeah, fly, correct. Flying the flag for women over the age of 50 and showing that there's no barriers. Uh, and what I do love, Moose, is you know the way you're expanding into those uh, alternative sports or niche sports. And we saw it at the Olympics this year with the skateboarding and how popular that was. The BMX freestyling, which was absolutely amazing, and the success the Aussies had there. So it's great to see the academy, I guess, moving with the time, so to speak. Yeah, I I guess we could be measured by traditional sports, if I could call them that. But these niche sports or non-traditional sports are certainly becoming very, very popular. And if the population base is there, hopefully the talent base is there. And therefore, we've got the opportunity to put some programs together for those athletes. So if someone's listening this morning and they feel like they've got a son or daughter that might suit this sport, what, what kind of athlete are we looking for and how many numbers do we need? If we're talking beach volleyball, we're talking around 10 to 12 athletes. Um, the age groups are, you've put me on the spot, 14 to 17 in that range, high school aged uh, athletes. In terms of, um, I think you were talking about the anthropometric measurements of a player. <laughs> Did I use that word? <laughs> I think so. I don't, I, wow, that's amazing. Wow. Look, I think first and foremost, if they have a love for the sport and are, and are interested in the sport, there's an opportunity for you. Yeah, I think uh, it's a sport where you need speed, agility, mm. uh, maybe a good leap. Uh, and also a, a level of endurance because, you know what, it's not easy out in the sand. They're going back, forth, moving, jumping, whatever it may be. There's that level of endurance that's required there. And, and do they just contact the Academy of Sport? Yeah, again, so through our website, thinksport.com.au, you'll go to the beach volleyball page and 
there's a link there that you you apply. It is that simple. Yeah. Uh, and again, all credit to Emily and Ty for getting this underway. It's really exciting times for us. Next week, I know Em gets worried about this, but in, in yeah. sport, we often call them, you know, dead set legends, and she in this space is one. Let me uh, just go back to Emily for a moment because there is big news around the netball program, and I feel like you've somehow you've secured possibly one of the best development coaches in Australia. I'd say the world, Steve. Yeah, well, let's see what Emily's got to say. One of the best in the world. Yeah, well, netball's yeah. such a um, strong sport here on the coast, and to be able to add some more depth to our coaching roster has just been so, so exciting for 2022. We've got Jeff Morgan, who leads our head coach program, and she's been with us for quite a few years now. And to have Jen Wright come on and support her this year, um, with the experience that Jen's got, is just going to be such a boost to what we're already able to offer. Hey, by the way, uh, next Wednesday, uh, Lara Coffey, our good friend mm-hmm. from NBN, she'll be hosting the awards for the first time. And uh, Yeah, congratulations it's... to her. I know she's a little nervous, but she's also excited because she loves sport. Well, Steve, I, I've are we clearing a... out the dead wood mush? Uh, uh, well, Steve, Steve's not available on a Wednesday night, I was told. So it's formerly been uh, Mike Rippitt, Rick Julian, Steve Allen, and now we're Lara going for the coffee. new, improved version. Yeah, wow. Like a like a finely tuned Maserati. Well, I'd say too, our, our, our catch theme is we're professionally casual, meaning it's a it's a, a professional event, but, you know, it's, it's about celebrating success in that type of informal, formal way. I know that sounds a little bit silly, but it's not a, a night where it's sit down in ties and coats and those types of things. It's let's celebrate the athletes' achievements in a really difficult year, and I think Lara will do a great job. Yep. Can I just go back to Emily? Uh, we did some of these awards online, so some will be announced next week, but some have already been announced. Could you just uh, give a shout-out to some of the athletes who received awards in the online ceremony? Yeah, absolutely, Steve. So I think um, this year we have, we have normally have a two-part award ceremony where we bring all the kids together for what we call our athlete celebration, which is a really fun day at the, um, at the track at the uh, Mingara, where we're able to celebrate every single individual that's been a part of one of our programs. And at that event, we announced the Athlete of the Year and Encouragement Award for each of our sports programs in the past year. So because we weren't able to do that this year with the lockdown, we actually announced those winners online via our social media site. So we didn't have as many Athletes of the Year in each sport this year due to the fact that there just wasn't the competition level. But for Sophie Pryor from basketball, Riley Millers from golf, Noah Needham from hockey, Amelia Carty, our netball umpires, and Morgan Charlton from triathlon. They've been announced as their program winners, and Mm. we're looking forward to having them with us on Wednesday night so we can really celebrate what they were able to achieve in this really difficult year. I think think you're right, Emily, in terms of, you know, celebrating, because it has been a tough year. Emily, the the program itself, well, the academy itself, uh, and this may be a question for Moose, but um, I'll throw it your way first of all. What sort of numbers have we got in terms of, uh, you know, young athletes, you know, being a part of the program? Yeah, well, it's a great question, actually, because coming out of lockdown, you're always hesitant as to um, how soon people want to get back into it. But we have to say the numbers for our um, sports that we're launching next week have been really, really strong. So um, in each, we've got AFL, basketball and hockey starting next week. And for most of those sports, we've had to hold trials just because we've had such a great um, number of applications Mm. come through. 
Yeah, I tell you, I think we've unearthed another star. Emily Burgess-Moore. Moose, you couldn't be prouder. I oh, know. She doesn't really like the, the media, Steve, and I keep saying you're, you're absolutely brilliant at it and I, I need to take a step back. And I'll happily, I will happily do that. And, Em, I've got to say, this seat is being warmed for you. Anytime yeah. you get the call up from Mr. Allen. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's, well, well, I guess the big succession plan. The yeah, the big question <laughs> is, Emily, do you look as good in the basketball, the tight Sydney Kings basketball <laughs> shorts as the one Moose Rebelli used to wear? Absolutely not. I'm definitely made ready. That's totally fine. I'm fine with that. Hey, by the way, Emily, last question for you. You're uh, you're a junior sport this morning on the Central Coast. I am. I'm actually just sitting in the car, so I'm not making too much noise. Uh, yeah, we're watching. Cricket this morning, and it's just unreal. The sun's shining, all the kids are out there just having the best time. So it's just such a great atmosphere. Yeah, is that like under 10s? It's yes, the under 11s, um, uh, Terrigal Matson game. I'm watching it this morning. So yeah, fa- fantastic. Thanks, Emily. Great to talk to you, and uh, keep up the great work at the Central Coast Academy of Sport. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks so much for supporting us so much too. Ed. Can't wait to celebrate all these great achievements. Emily Burgess-Moore from the Central Coast Academy. Moose, uh, final word from you. I'd love to talk some basketball, but our next guest is waiting patiently. Tony Clark has arrived. The the benchmark. The multiple premiership winning coach. Uh, as you uh, vacate, Moose, uh, maybe you could just uh, share a couple of words about the incredible foundation that Tony is a patron of, Danica Clark Foundation. Yeah, well, I was fortunate to be uh, with Clarkie when that was set up, you know, and... Uh, I think the foundation has done over over many years, well over a decade now, just some, I mean, it's irreplaceable. And, and you know, the, the board have done a phenomenal job. Tony and Kerry have done a remarkable job under, you know, very difficult circumstances. And I know Terrigal Surf Club holds a very special place for the Danica Clark Foundation because of Danica's ability literally on the sand in front of us here. Mm. So all I can say about the Danica Clark Foundation is it's an organisation that is well run well supported and does amazing things for kids on the central coast yeah great job yep, well uh, so nice to see you this morning any final words uh from the man we like to call big daddy <laughs> <laughs> oh look just uh, our netball uh applications are open as well our beach volleyball applications are open so if you're interested head to thinksport.com.au Ian moose rebellion from the central coast academy of sport and also sports central coast where he sits on the board and also mingara where he's on the board